Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave. This is David Gonzalez the fourth with my boy LJ. What's up, LJ? What's going on, David? Man, let's try to get these pickups in for the week. Um, last week I went nine and seven. A lot of upsets last week. So very a lot. It was a very weird week um, last week. It was a lot of games that went both ways, or could have gone either way. But uh, nine and seven is not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm gonna make up for it this week, though. All right, so we're going to start with the Thursday night game. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 4-8, and eight, are going to Tennessee, 6-8. and eight. Well. Or 6-6, six and six, my, my fault, 6-6. Six six. Yeah, 6-6. Six six. Um, Tennessee, they're 3-2 and two in their last five games. Both of these teams are coming off the win. Um, but Tennessee has given up 31 points the last three games, uh, considering their defense was uh, like 18 points a game back in like week nine. So. They def- definitely uncharacteristic of them giving up so many points on defense. Um, Jacksonville, they just shut out the Colts last week, um, but they're very undisciplined. I mean, they're leading the league with 30 penalties, um, just ridiculous stuff, personal fouls. Um, Leonard Fournette suspended for fighting. You know, they're just, you know, I think the locker room is pretty much in chaos right now. Um, and um, it's always good people to know that on Thursday night games, I always go with the home team because they're like 12 and four on the season. So I'm definitely going with Tennessee on uh, uh, Thursday night. Um, yeah, on paper, they're pretty much even against like total yardage. They're, they're only 20 yards separate. Passing, they're only 20 yards separate them. And points allowed, they're, only, they're, they're pretty much even teams. So it's uh, Fournette's back. So we're going to see if that changes anything. But um who who do you say you got the you say you got the, the Hey, I got Tennessee and I need to pick the score. That's right. Tennessee, I got 21 to 12. 21 over to Jacksonville. All right. 21 to 12. Okay. I see that one. I that Titans are um are the better team. Jaguars, I know their offense is not so great. So, um All right, next game we got we got the um let's see what's their record. Okay. The New York Giants 4 and 8 at Washington 6 and 6. Who are you on this one? Uh, I'm riding with the Giants on this one. Um, they've won three out of their last four. Um, 29 points per game in those three victories. So definitely been putting points on the board. Um, Eli Manning has uh, been sacked 41 times, so the offensive line needs to protect them more. But they got a, a workhorse in Saquon Barkley. I think he's first in yards after the catch. So you multiple ways. Washington, man, injuries just destroyed them, playoff chances. They're only averaging 14 points. They've lost four or five, 24 points allowed on defense. I mean, and it just hurts the fact that uh, their key positions have just gone down. So Washington's definitely done for the season. So I'm going to take the Giants to win this game, and I'm going to say the score is going to be 27 to 14. Yeah, the Washington um... – Jaguars. The Washington Redskins just fell apart, you know, with the injury of Cole McCoy now. Now they're right, right in on their chances with Mark Sanchez. So, um, you know how Mark Chan- Sanchez is. But, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. And I like AP. You know, he, he had that one big 90-yard uh, rush. But Barkley, man, that dude's a monster. And um, and you got Odell. And I think that's going to be way too much for the, um, the poor little um, Redskins to handle. So I do agree with you. Um, it's gonna be fu- It's gonna get interesting that race and um, well, not really because the Giants are four and eight, so I think it's pretty much yeah. All right, we got another divisional game. We got the the New Orleans Saints ten and two against the Tampa Bay five and seven. And remember, the Tampa Bay um, Bucks won Saints Week One. 
So who'd you got in this one? Yeah, they did. And um, they're also on a two-game winning streak, you know, surprisingly. Um, they are leading the league in turnovers, though, at 30. Uh, they give up a lot on defense, 28 points allowed. And a lot of their mistakes are, like, self-inflicted for his interceptions, fumbles, things like that. But Jameis Winston's came into that lineup, and um, he's won two in a row. And I think he's trying to solidify that starting position. Um, as far as the Saints, uh, they're still second in score. I mean, they, they didn't show me nothing different, the loss they did to Dallas. Um, you know, Saints took the – they took Dallas' best punch, and they only won by three. Yeah. So I, I, I wasn't really impressed by it. I mean, hey, Saints had an off night. It happens, I guess. It's the NFL. So with that being said – um, Saints are still top 10 in rush offense and defense, and they're definitely going to look to bounce back. Um, and like you said, Tampa Bay beat them the first game of the season. So with that said, I think New Orleans is definitely going to take care of business. And I'm saying the score is going to be 32 to 24, New Orleans Saints. Yeah, that first week, you know, with Fitz, um, Fitzpatrick in there, and um, he tore it up. But you think Jason Winston has a starting position? Because they go back and forth one one that doesn't do good, they throw the other one in. You think they're going to J- – Jason Winston, you know, two-game win streak, you think he got that position for the rest of the season? Um, Yeah, if he continue, if he continues to uh, look the way he looks, um, I mean, I'm not saying he needs to win, but just don't turn the ball They do over turn it over a win. lot. They throw a lot of yeah. interceptions. It's yeah, not if good. he could just protect the ball, I mean, you know, it's just – it's not about when you, how when you lose, it's how you lose. So yeah. if they could just – you know, just be in games. I, I think he can definitely get the position back because I don't, I don't see Fitzpatrick stand there really. Yeah. Um, after the season, so he might move on. So yeah, I definitely think Jameis Winston. If this is to keep the job, if it, if he wants. Yeah, it's his job to lose. Um. Okay. So yeah. the next game we got New England nine and three at Miami six and six. Who'd you got in this one? I know these games are always good. I I don't know why, but these games always tend to be really good. I don't know why the the Dolphins. But what do you think? Yeah, um, but I don't think the Dolphins have enough. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, we we know how the Patriots play in December. I mean, they they pretty much play the best football. Um, they run the ball very well. They're a uh, ball control offense. Um, they they're actually eight and one since the last time they played Miami in Week Four. Um, and uh, definitely top ten in points scored allowed. Uh, so Miami, they've you know they're coming off a um a win against Buffalo, but. There's no reason Buffalo should have lost that game last week. Um, but Miami defense, their second inter- interceptions, third in takeaways. But they only had 175 total yards yes, last week against Buffalo, and they won and, uh, 3.5 yards per attempt. I just don't see them doing anything against New England because they're definitely looking to get that number one seed because they know it's hard to beat them when they have home field. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to slip up this game. Um, so I'm definitely going to take New England to win it. And I'm going to say the score is going to be 24 to 17. 24 to 17. Um, yeah, the Dolphins, they're off. Their defense, like you said, is is not that bad. But their offense, you know, they need to get their stuff together on the offense. And I think they're just not going to have enough. I think it's going to be a good game. You know, they always are. But I don't think it's going to go Miami's way. All right. Um, here we go. The Baltimore Ravens, this game, I'm so excited to see. Baltimore Ravens, 7-5 and five, at KC, 10-2. and two. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game, David. Um, kind of sort of like the Battle of the Titans, um, offense versus defense. As uh, far as Baltimore's side, let's start with them. Uh, Lamar Jackson has came into that lineup. Um, three straight wins, uh, 200 yards rushing. 
Um, they're pretty much pounding the rock. They're playing old-fashioned football. Play, run the ball, play good defense, and don't turn the ball over. Um, Baltimore is top ten in rushing offense and defense. They're number one in defense, total defense. Um, on Kansas City side, I think Kareem Hunt is going to put a major void into that offense. Um, it might not hurt as much, um, but they still ran the ball for 174 yards last week. So I don't think it'll. It, it just depends on the matchup. I think um, since Kansas City's at home, they are still number one in touchdowns. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes can get about two, maybe three touchdowns on his defense. It's going to be close. Um, I'm going to lean towards Kansas City just because they're at home. But I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore can make a make a mistake or so. They might upset them. So I'm going to lean towards Kansas City though, and I'm going to say the score is going to be 30 to 23, but it's going to be close. Yeah, um, that D, they're the one number one um, overall defense up against one of the number one um, you know offenses. So it's going to be a real big challenge for the KC. And if KC wins this team. Then I lost all hope. I really do. Like, if if the, the the Ravens got the number one defense and the the Chiefs managed to beat them, then I'm getting a little mm-hmm. I'm getting a little scared. I'm getting a little scared. Like I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm at the nervous level. But if, if the Ravens get blown out, I'm moving my meter to scared. So, um, I mean, if the Ravens can score, they might have a chance because the Chiefs have given up. They gave up 33 points last. They got week. a very unique offense. I really like their offense. I like the way they utilize every player on the team, and um, mm-hmm. I think they're going to throw a couple trick plays, a couple wildcat formations, a couple weird stuff, and the Chiefs are not. I think that's the only way they're going to win. Whoever gets the special team or like a trick play type type um play to win, but um, it's going to be a good game. I'm really looking forward to that one. Um. All right, the next game, your game right here, Indianapolis Colts, six and six at Houston, nine and three. Give me your analysis. Let me let me hear it. Well, of course, I'm taking Houston, nine game winning streak. This is a divisional game. Um, I, I just see improvements each week, and um, that shows a great team going down the stretch of a season. Um, they're number one, they're third in rushing, fifth in rush defense. So they're top five in both of those. And we, you know, Sean Watson has 17 straight games with a touchdown. So if we could continue to run the ball like we've been doing, um, top five in, in rushing, like I said, and then if Watson can extend plays with his legs, we definitely can sustain offenses. And um, defense has been playing as well, 17 points allowed, you know, so I'm definitely going to take Houston to beat the Colts. Um, the Colts, 48% on third down. So if we can get them uh, in short yardage, I mean, as uh, far as, like, stop them from running because they only have 41 yards rushing last week, and that's how Jacksonville beat them, made them one-dimensional and made um, Andrew Luck be in, like, third and long situations. So if we can keep them in third and long situations, make the pass attempts go maybe, like, 40-plus, I think we will take it, take this game. Um and I think the score will be close, but I'm gonna say we're gonna pull it out, 25 to 17, Houston Tech. Yeah, um, the 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 biggest key thing for me in this game is you guys got to get an Andrew Luck, you got to get some sacks, you got to put pressure on him, which is hard because that Colts off offensive line is really great. And for you guys, you got to protect Watson because that's one of your guys is probably. I mean, you guys have a great season, mm-hmm. but you know the biggest problem is protecting Watson and, like you say, extending plays getting out of the pocket, not getting sacked, 
that's going to be the biggest key. It's going to be a battle of the trenches, and it's a divisional game. Um, the Colts need this one to stay at least above the water to in the hunt, and you guys, you know, ready to lock down that um, division most likely. So, I mean, the Colts are, are going to play their heart out, and I think it's going to be – I think it's going to get down to a field goal. I mean – it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. That's also a good game. I'm looking forward to, but exciting game so far. Exciting games. All right, next one we got the Atlanta Falcons four and eight. That's weird to say the Atlanta Falcons are four eight versus the Green Bay Packers four seven and one. Who do you got? Um, I'm definitely taking Green Bay on this game with new head coach. Hey, I think Aaron Rodgers um, is going to have a like a relief because I think him and McCarthy was definitely button heads. And I just think they're catching Atlanta wounded. I think they're vulnerable right now. They've lost four out of the last five, and they've given up 26 points in those four losses. Um, eight turnovers. Um, I mean, only 211 total yards rushing in those four losses. So that's, yeah, obviously that's not they good. Can't, they, they can't run the ball. They're putting a lot of pressure on Mac Ryan. He's been sacked 36 times in 12 games. So they can't protect him. Um, they play from behind uh, most of the time, so it's hard to run the ball when you're trying to catch up. So, only thing positive about Atlanta is their field goal kicker. He's like 15 of 15. He's like 100 percent on the year. So, other than that, they they have they have no offense. So, I'm, I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm predicting Aaron Rodgers is going to throw four touchdowns. Oh, and, and I'm putting this a lock. This is my lock of the week. Green Bay Packers will definitely beat Atlanta. And I think the score is going to be 29 to 17. Lock it up, Green Bay Packers. Oh, oh, right. That was bold. I, I thought this was going to be – I think it's going to be a lot closer. And like you said about that field goal, I found that interesting stat. And Crosby has been slipping. He has the worst percentage in field goals this, this year. And I think, honestly, he's going to come down to a field goal. And it's either Green Bay – um Crosby's going to miss or the Falcons kicker is going to make it. So I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be like 23-20. Um, new head coach, let's see how, what, he, what he's about. The Falcons got to get the ball going on the ground. They only rushed 79 yards on the seat average on the season. You can't win games only averaging that much. So if they could get the ball running, I can see them winning. But like I said, it's going to be a close game. Um, great analysis. It's going to be a good one. Lock of the week. All right, I remember that. Lock of the week. Interesting. Yeah, I got two of them. That's my first one. I'm going to give you another one. In just, just All second. right. So the next game, <laughs> we got the Carolina Panthers, 6-6 six and six against the Browns. Four seven and one. Who you got in this one? Man, this is very interesting. Um, Carolina started six and two, and they've lost four straight. Yeah. So now they're six and six. Um, and this is also staggering. They've given up thirty four points per game the last five days. That's no bueno. I mean, defense is completely horrendous for you to give up that money points. Um, they also have eight turnovers on this losing streak as well. Um, they're second in rushing at 140 yards, so definitely that's their identity, running the ball. Uh, McCaffrey is all-purpose, um, so he's a dual threat. As uh, far as Cleveland, uh, they're two and three in their last five. Um, they're number two in takeaways, so their defense is the strongest part of their team. Um, they came off a tough loss against us last week, but I think they'll bounce. Back. Yeah, big bounce back uh, game. Yeah, Baker's thrown for an average of 292 yards uh, since um, we don't turn the ball over. Um, so I think they will get enough offense going. I think they're going to run Chubb, um, sustain the offense, keep Carolina 
uh, keep Cam Newton possessions limited. Um, so I'm definitely going to lean towards Cleveland to win this game. It's going to be close. Um, and I think the score is going to be 27-24 Cleveland Browns. Yeah, this one's going to be a real good one. If they could get McCaffrey going, because that dude is a beast. Um, he has 1,400 all-purpose yards and 11 touchdowns. And um, Cam Newton, he he's throwing uh, – he threw 11 interceptions. It's not the most, but, you know, in the double digits. And the Browns, I think they're definitely bounce back. May, um, Baker is going to bounce back. Chubbers is going to get 100-plus. He only got 31 last week. I think he's going to get 100 plus. Um, but yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I think it's going to be close. Brown's winning it. Um, good analysis. All right. The next one, this one's going to be a weird game. The New York Giants are three and nine at Buffalo, four and eight. Who's who you got in this one? Uh, New York Jets are at Buffalo. You said Giants. Oh, um, my, my fault. My fault. No, you good. You good. Um, the Jets, um, they've lost six in a row. Um, they've allowed 28 points a game. Um, offense is completely just shot. Um, they can't do anything. The only positive thing about them <laughs> is also their field goal kicker, Jason Myers. He's had like five field goals, 55 plus. So if you need a field goal, you could depend on him. But other than that, they have nothing going on their side <laughs> of the ball. As far as Buffalo, um, they had no business losing, like I said, man, to Miami last week. Um, Josh Allen, the quarterback, he's a threat running and passing. Yeah, it don't look like – I didn't think he was like that. And then out of nowhere, he ran for 100 yards and threw for 200 that one game or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, he, he's – I like him. Yeah, he definitely could um, – when the, when the play breaks down, he, he definitely can make things happen. Um, this is a divisional game. Um, it could go either way, but I just think the Jets are – just so bad that I think Buffalo can take advantage of their wounded um, defense and um, the quarterback is hurt is still Sam Darnold still hurt. So they're going with a third string, I believe, or Josh McCown. Yeah. Josh McCown. That. Yeah. Um, Buffalo definitely is going to win this game. And I'm going to say the score is going to be 24 to 16. Yeah. Um, these bills and jets, they got the both young quarterbacks to so Sam Darnold. You said is, out and um even if he was in he's throwing four interceptions on 11 touchdowns only completing 55 percent and has a qb rating of 68 so that's not that well um the bills i just think whoever has a better defense will win and the bills got a great defense so i'm with you on this one i'm taking the bills as well jets got a lot a lot to worry about in these coming up years they got a good they better hope they get a good draft pick and a good player because they got a lot to worry about in new york but um, yeah, it's a lot of problems there. But um, all right, here we go. We got the Denver Broncos six and six at Frisco two and ten. Who you got in this one? I'm taking Denver, man. I'm I'm riding a hot hand. They've won three in a row, surprisingly. Um, they're fifth in sacks. They're actually fifth in rushing yards as well. Lindsey, man, leading Philip Lindsey, undrafted rookie, yeah. man. Yeah, he's your fantasy. That's my boy right there. Yeah. So he's definitely been putting in work. Um, they're, they've, out, they've also averaged 22 points the last five games, man. So Denver's surprisingly trying to make a playoff push. Um, as far as the 49ers, I mean, there's nothing to be said about them. They only have two wins. Um, they're looking to get that number one pick. I'm pretty sure injuries just hurt this team all the way down. So I don't need to harp on this team. Um, I'm definitely going to take Denver to win this game. And I'm going to say the score is going to be 22-13, to 13, Denver Broncos. 
Yeah, the Broncos are actually creeping up pretty um pretty low key about it because the Ravens are seven and five. They lose to the Chiefs. They make them seven and six. The Broncos win the 49ers. They're seven and six. So we can see three mm-hmm. AFC West teams in the playoffs. And it's not the first time. Yeah, we got a real tough division. I hate our division. But um, but yeah, the 49ers, man, just those injuries just hurt him so bad. And I feel bad. Next year, I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're going to get a wild card next year. If all their players are healthy, got McKinnon. I totally forgot about him but because he got injured so early. And then McGropolo, get a good draft pick. I think they're good to go next year. Yep. Next year, next year, not now, next year. All right. Game of the week. Just kidding. Um, it's my game. The Cincinnati's are five and um seven at um the Chargers nine and three. And I might actually go to this game. My dad called me up and said, Let's go. So I might go. So what's your analysis? Well, you will be going to a blowout, my friend. Yep, yep. Um, I want to see it. Cincinnati has lost six out of seven games. Um, they they're that's another team that's just been decimated with injuries. Um, their season really needs to be over. They're just trying to wait and push it out. Marvin Lewis definitely needs to be fired. Um, I've been saying that all season. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand when they're going to come to that realization. Um, they've allowed 34 points in six games, uh, and it's an average in these last six games. Um, so the Chargers are definitely going to take advantage of their vulnerable defense. Um, and the Chargers, you know, they're, they're deep, their offense is built on, like, deep, like, chunk plays. So – I think they're going to definitely jump on this team real quick. I'm picking this to be the biggest blowout of the week. And this is my second lock right. that I told you about. And the score is definitely going to be 34 to 10 because the Chargers are top 10 in scoring and top five in points allowed. So they're going to really make a statement. And they're trying to push to Kansas City. And if Kansas City slip up and gets Baltimore – that game in two weeks is going to be very interesting. Oh, my God. So I can't charges. wait. I'm getting anxiety just thinking right. about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, the Chargers are looking real good. Um, we, we average about 400 yards. Phil Rivers is um, – he's on he's on the dot. Um, Bengals are on their back – their second streak um, quarterback, and A.J. Green's out for the season with a toe. He's undergoing surgery. So, I mean, I don't see us losing this game. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think they're going to get Geno Smith in the game. Fourth quarter is going to be a blowout. They want to keep, you know, reserve Phillip Rivers for the playoffs. But I also agree with you. This is going to be a lock. And, um, yeah, I like it. I like your analysis. Put a big smile on my face. I like it. Um, Thank you, sir. Um, all right. This next game, I think it's going to be a, a, a bigger uh, – I think it's going to be closer than everybody thinks. But it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, 7-4-1. At Oakland, two and ten. Who you got? You say it's gonna be. You say it's gonna be close. I, I mean, they they kept up with the high powered um Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah, they did. You're right. I was um, pretty surprised. I looked at the score and I thought the Raiders were gonna win. Plus, I want the Raiders to. I want the Raiders to win. No, I don't want them to win this one. I want them to win the Chiefs. So I just, eh. yeah. Well, let's let's see. Uh, Pittsburgh, they're coming off a loss. Both of these teams are coming off a loss, actually. But Pittsburgh came off with a, a heartbreaking loss. I mean, they were up 16 points on the Chargers last week. You know, they gave up 24 in the second half. Yeah, unanswered. Or no, un- yeah, yeah, a lot of unanswered points. Yeah, so, I mean, definitely was a uh, letdown for them. But uh, Pittsburgh, they depend a lot on turnovers. Their defense, their number one is sacks, and they, get, they, they, they try to get turnovers. Uh, they have a bad history against Oakland, though. Uh, 
they have a losing streak. But I don't think this is the team that they will slip up against because I think the offense just has too many weapons. As uh, far as Oakland, like I said, I, I just think they're ready to pack up too. They're fighting for that number one pick as well. Um, they, they put up a good fight against Kansas City. You know, it was a divisional game, so those are always challenging. But I think Pittsburgh is going to be pissed off. I think they're going to come into Oakland, make a statement, and I'm definitely going to pick them to win this game. And I'm saying the score is going to be 34 to 15, Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Yeah, um, the only thing I um, got on this one is James Conner is out, and they got their backup bins. So I don't know how much that run game is going to be. Their second leading rusher on the team is Ben Roethlisberger with 94 yards. So they don't really give the rock to no one else besides James Conner. But, um, yeah, they got, a, they got a, B, and Juju. They both have 1,000 a, a receiving yards. I mean, that's pretty crazy to have two 1,000 receiving yard guys on your team. It's going to be hard to contain them. I just like the – I like the Raiders showed some fight last week. And I know I talk a lot about them, but they kept up with the Chiefs, and I was really surprised. So that gave me a little uh, – it's not going to be a, too much of a blow. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good game, I think. But who knows? Um, we just got to find out. Yeah. Next game. This game is going to be a good one. I think this is the game of the week. We got the Philadelphia Eagles six and six at Dallas seven and five. Hot Dallas, my ad, very hot. Who you got? Well, um, the numbers say Dallas. Um, they've won four in a row. Um, they're number two in points allowed and they're third in rush defense. So defense is very very good. Um, it's hard to score on them, but I don't trust Dak down the field. Um, I think they they need to run the ball. And so if you stop Ezekiel, they become very one-dimensional. But I don't think Philly has the defense to do that because they're so injured as well. Um, and Philly starts off slow. I mean, they, they, they have zero points in the first quarter in nine games. That's not good. So, yeah, they're always playing from behind. So, you know, once once a team gets on you and they have a great defense like Dallas, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to come back on them. So, I'm going to lean towards Dallas at home to win this game. Um, like I said, even though they come off a great win against the Saints, they only scored 13 points. And Dak's been sacked 45 times, you know, this year, which leads the league. So if Philly can get after them, they may have a chance. Um, but I just don't see it happening. I think Dallas is on a roll right now. So I'm going to say Dallas will win this game. The score is going to be 23-17. to 17. Um. Yeah, the Cowboys got a real good defense. Um, they're really great. Uh, the Eagles, I, I want them to put up a fight. I mean, they're, they're, they're the defending Super Bowl champs, so I want them to put up a fight. And this is, this is for the division pretty much. The, the, the Eagles are 6-6 six and six and the Cowboys are 7-5. and five. So the Eagles managed to pull this out. I mean, they can maybe go to the playoffs, but I think the Cowboys are just a little better. Only the fact that Eagles have too much injuries – and the run game, I mean, with Josh Adams, I like, which I, I love him. I love that guy. They just need to give him the – they need to give him the rock. They needed to give him the rock a long time ago. But, you know, yeah. if they would have done that, the schedule would have been a little – I mean, the, the record would be a little different. But I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's come down to a field goal, maybe even an overtime game. I mean, uh, Philly has won six out of eight games in Dallas, so they do have a chance to win. And it's divisional. Those games are always good. They're always – they always throw – punches they always there's always scrummishes there's always it's always a good game that division yeah. there's a lot of a lot of um 
camaraderie there. There's a lot of stuff going on. But um, I think that's going to be a good game. All right, the next game, I don't think a lot of people are going to be too interested in this one. It's the Detroit Lions 4-8 and eight at Arizona 3-9. and nine. So um, what do you think about this one? Yeah, um, I agree. Nobody's going to pretty much be interested in this game. Um, Detroit's lost five of six. Uh, they've allowed 28, 27.8 points a game. Um, they have no run game. They're very one-dimensional. And uh, Matt Stafford uh, tends to turn the ball over a lot. Um, Arizona, only thing going going good for them is their defense. Um, they're like top five at sacks, so they put pressure on the quarterback. And uh, Matt Stafford is uh, a quarterback that's known to get sacked a lot. But, um, Arizona, for us being at home, um, they've lost three games this year at home as a total of seven points. So um, I think they, they're, they're going to give Detroit a good fight. And I'm going to lean towards Arizona because they're the home team. Um, I'm kind of afraid of it. Yeah. I wouldn't bet it, yeah. but um, I just don't have any faith in Matthew Stafford, Detroit. And like I said, that defense gets on a roll for Arizona. They can uh, bring some momentum to that team. So I'm going to take Arizona to pull it off 22 to 16. Yeah, the Cardinals, um, they came off that one versus the Packers, which probably led to McCarthy's um, firing. But the Lions, I haven't heard nothing coming out of Detroit besides the trade they did and Marvin Jones Jr. getting injured. Um, it's real quiet in Detroit. I'm not liking what's going on over there. The Cardinals, I mean, they they won last week and they're home, so might as well, right? I like Larry. Yeah. I like Larry Fitzgerald, future Hall of Fame. That guy's so humble. He's he he's just so great. He's just one of the top receivers I've seen in my generation. I I grew up watching him. I really like Larry Fitzgerald. I like his story. I like everything about him. I like the Cardinals. They got a young quarterback. Get him going. Defense sack. I mean, I see Steph around the ground more than I see him standing up. So I'm going to take the Cardinals on this one as well. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be a good game. Oh, this one. This is going to be a good game. I think this is the primetime game. Um, we got the, yes. the Rams. Oh, the Rams are 11-1. They're at Chicago 8-4. and This is the game I was talking about. This one right here. This is going to be good. Yeah, this is going to be a good game, and I'm glad it's prime time. Prime time. This is another uh, David against Goliath, um, offense versus defense. Um, let's start off with Chicago. Uh, number one in takeaways, number one in interceptions, top five in points scored, top five in points allowed. That's the only team in the NFL that has that. They're second in rush defense. Um but I believe that they have to get Trubisky back healthy because Chase Daniels can only do so much. He is questionable on this game. Okay, that's good. Um, he, he needs to really push to see if he can play it because I think he that's the only chance they have to win. Um, like I said, Chase Daniels can only do so much. He got sacked five times on Sunday with nine tackles for a loss. So he really got beat up. Um, so – Definitely. As far as the Rams, uh, they're plus 11 in turnover differential, man. They're top five in rush offense passing as well. Um, they averaged 40 points since they've lost to the Saints. <laughs> so oh, man, they've pretty much been high-powered since then. Aaron Donald on that defensive line, 16 sacks, man, just causing havoc. Uh, but the defense gives up a lot of points, and you can run on them. So – 
I, like I said, it all depends on if Trubisky is healthy and he can start this game. But even still, I just think the Rams are just a little bit better. I think they can score more than Chicago can. Um, so I'm going to lean towards the Rams, even though I wouldn't be surprised if Chase Daniels plays this game. Um, or no, I'm saying if Trubisky plays this game, Chicago may win it on a fluke field goal or so, but I'm going to go the other side, and I'm going to say the Rams win this game 26-23, but it could go either way. I'm going to pick Chicago to cover for sure, but I just can't pick them to win. Yeah, um, Chicago Bears um, team news said Trubisky confident he will play versus the Rams after missing two games. He's near in return. So with that, I think it's going to be closer. I think it's going to come down to a field goal as well. Either way, I think it's going to be a little higher scoring than that but I think it's going to be coming down to a field goal. Like, literally, whoever has the ball last possession, and it's going to – I like it. But um, that's going to be a good game. That's good, like the Chiefs and Ravens game, a good defense against a great offense. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. All right, so we're going to move to our last game here on the ballot. We got the Monday night game. Minnesota Vikings 6-5-1 and one at Seattle 7-6. and six. Mm-hmm. Who you got? This is going to be a – Seattle's this is hot. A big game too, and you're right. Seattle is hot, and that's who I'm going to go with because they're at home. You know they're good at prime time home games. They're 15 and two under Pete Carroll, so uh, they've been averaging 33 points on this three game winning streak as well. Russell Wilson eight touchdowns in these games, 30 minutes time of possession. They're really um, sustaining drives with their number one rushing, um, 150 plus yards the last uh, nine games. So um, they definitely depend on the run game for sure. And they got three running backs that could production. Um, Far as Minnesota, they're number one in third down defense, so they usually can get you off the field. But as uh, far as the run game, is very limited. Um, Kirk Cousins leads the league with thir- 350 completions. Um, Adam Thielen is the number one target wide receiver at 38 receptions, uh, 64 first down. So – he throws the ball a lot. And uh, even though they have a running backs, they have Mil- Murray and um, Cook. Demi Cook. Yeah. I just think um, – I just don't think they can stay healthy. Um, they're in and out of the lineup. So, like I said, they depend a lot on Kirk Cousins to um, move that ball. So, I just think it's going to be too much for him um, coming to Seattle. And, like I said, it's one of the noisiest buildings in the NFL. And Minnesota's allowed 22 points, um, you know, these last three games. And they've only scored 18. So they've given up more than they score. And you know my philosophy on that. So all that being said, I'm definitely going to take Seattle to win this Monday night game. And I'm going to say the score is going to be 30 to 18, Seattle. Uh, yeah, and the Vikings, they're 30th in the league in rushing, which, which with Devin Cook and Murray, you would not think that. But they, you're right, they haven't been um, healthy enough. They only, like I said, 30th is 86 yards per game. And that's that's not how you win games. They only scored ten points against the Patriots. Um, this primetime game, Seahawks are on fire. Russell Wilson, that dude can make a play out of nothing. So um, I am also gonna go with the Seahawks, the hot Seahawks right now. Um, it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a good game though. Monday night, it's gonna be good. I'm at work. I'll be watching that. Yeah, on my lunch. I break. agree. It's gonna be very good. And um, it's, like I said, it's gonna be a lot of blowouts this week. I feel because three out of the sixteen games. Uh, both teams have winning records. So 
going to be a lot of lopsided scores this week, so it'll be interesting to see. But I'm looking to bounce back, hopefully have a winning record. I'm not losing no more than four games this week, so count it. All right. I'll, I'll make sure to hold you accountable for that next week. Um, so then that's it. That's the pickums. And next week, depending on who wins, we're going to have another playoff picture type podcast and tell you how the playoff picture looks, divisional wise, wildcard wise, everything like that. Um, LJ, where can they find you at on uh, social media? They can find me on Twitter at LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. I'll put up all the content from the Texans, uh, live videos, streams, um, different aspects of the team analysis, you know. Y'all can leave comments, you know, give us some insight on what y'all want to hear, what, what do y'all want to talk about, you know, anything. We engage the fans as well. So always look for me on Twitter at LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. And you can follow me on Twitter at the nose, the nose, nose at Sports Guy David, the Sports Guy David. And on Instagram, same thing, Sports Guy David. Um, we talk about fantasy, football, topics, playoffs, anything we could debate. Hit me up. You want some questions on fantasy? I'll answer them on my podcast. We're going to have uh, – we have a po- fantasy podcast each week too. Um, that's it. And you can follow all of us on the Fantasy Sports Cave on every social media. We got Facebook. We got Twitter. We got Instagram. We got we got Google Play. We got Apple Podcasts. We got Spotify. We got Apple News. You can subscribe on all that. You type Fantasy Sports Cave, you'll find us on any social media. So that is it, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, those are your pickums. You got a couple lockdowns and we got a couple blowouts. So I'm David Gonzalez the Fourth, and I'm out. Peace.